another episode of Home Sweet Home. My name is Rod McCall. My name is Bryce Rungi. Did I just interrupt the yawn? Yes, you did. <laughs> well, no uh, yawning on set. Uh, way to get Sorry. things motivated for this. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I need, so I need to have a better mindset when uh, approaching our podcast. Mindset matters. Mindset does matter. Huh. Mindset is everything. I believe, therefore it is. I Yeah. You know, we were discussing characteristic traits of a great president in class today, and it was very interesting. Trump? Um, no comment. <laughs> but we, we addressed all the, you know, had the kids pick up all kinds of stuff, and it was very intriguing, you know, the different things. Um, and so I would ask them. I said, okay, well, explain this. What do you mean by that? And then we would, you know, I said, okay, well, tell me, does our current president have these traits? And because they can relate a little bit to the point, you know, they're, they're familiar at least enough with former president, I would ask him about Trump. And it was very interesting, very polarizing. Um, some of the kids that were absolutely, you know, anti-Biden and very positive and pro-Trump. Hmm. And it made me, but then I had a lot of kids that were also able to be, I would say more objective. Right. And so it was, it was fun trying to uh, make, to, to, to make the kids be a little more questioning. Um, but again, it was their mindset. Right. Um, and I think a lot of folks are, have a predisposition towards a lot of different things. Right. Um, I mean, okay. I am a diet Dr. Pepper person. I won't drink Pib. I drink Dr. Pepper. I don't think anyone knows what Pib is, Rod. Well, you can find it wherever they sell Coke products. Do they? Yeah. I thought that was old school. No. Oh. No, RC Cola. No, that's oh, RC Cola. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I think your mindset. I mean, I think can play a huge... If you go into something going, oh, this is going to really be crappy. It's going to be crappy. Yeah. But if you go, well, you know what? Well, let's give this a try. Let's see what what can happen. Maybe I'll be surprised. Right. Uh, I think that that can definitely uh, impact, you know, how you approach something. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely 100% agree with you. Yeah, something I try and, you know, Coach Braddock's up on, you know, while I'm listening to myself is, <laughs> you know, the, the whole mindset thing and, um. You know, the, whether you whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, um, you're helping him develop um, PMA, right? Positive mental attitude. Sure. Um, yeah, I think it's I through through research, and I think I, I I don't think I know that I've I've shared this in my book. Um, you know, research mm -hmm. shows. Yeah. Research. So science. Yeah. Right. Uh, doctors and scientists. Right. So it's not just Bryce Rungi making this up have concluded that our mindset right there. Mindset. Mm -hmm. It's our it's our most effective weapon for recovery. Medical doctors have said that. Uh, I've read that many times yeah. that when you are uh, when you're in a depressive state, your ability to heal 
from a physical injury is reduced. Mm -hmm. But when you're in a positive mental state, your ability to heal increases dramatically. Right. So I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I I truly do think that your mind, because I keep hearing again and again, and as I'm doing my research into becoming a, or my classwork into becoming a therapist, uh, we, you know, there's a lot of work about the brain, a lot of work in looking at, again, your mental skill set. Yeah. And, you know, even amongst the stuff being put out about children today and their inability to handle adversity, handle disappointment, handle, you know, talking to people, you know, I, I had a niece tell me that she was, uh, she suffered from acute anxiety. And I said, okay, why? She goes, well, I hate large crowds and I, I'm a little afraid of, you know, I don't like talking in front of strangers. I don't like talking in front of a group of people. I'm just, you know, very anxious. And I said, well, okay, you are 14 years old and I have worked with your age group for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You represent 99% of the students I have ever worked with. Yeah. I don't think you're all suffering from acute anxiety. And I look at how youth today have been brought up with technology and technology. I love it. I mean, the video games that I can play today are a lot better than the video games I played when I was Braddock's age. I mean, Atari 2600. I mean, do I need to say anything else? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was great in 1980, but it stinks (laughs) So, but mindset, if you think you're afraid of something, then you're afraid of something. If you think you're no good at something, and I cannot tell you, I've done this to myself. I have psyched myself out of doing something because, wow, I don't know. Yeah, I could go look that up on YouTube, but I'm not very good at that. Yeah. Well, I'm good at it if I want to be good at it. Right. If it's something I am motivated, then boom, do it. Yeah. And I will tell you that I use videos to decide, ooh, do I want to try that to make as a recipe for dinner? (laughs) So, obviously, I can do it when I want to. Um, But so I found this article. I always find articles. You always find uh, again all the stuff that comes up on my newsfeed. I, I mean, <laughs> truly, I feel very, very surprised um, at the algorithms for, oh the, for the stuff that comes across <laughs> my newsfeed. But anyway, so there's this guy, and his name is a Dr. Stephen Hayes, and this guy is a professor uh, at the, uh, the University of Nevada, and yep. he's the head of their uh, psychology department or department of psychology. And he wrote this article that is titled The Most Important Skill Set in Mental Health. Mm. And so I'm reading through this. I'm going, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And finally, I get to the meat of what he's talking about. And he says that there are three pillars that are super important for you, well, for us as people, Uh, in regards to having what he calls psychological flexibility. Mm. And so I ask you question number one, are you psychologically flexible? 
I think so. You sure? Yes. Okay. You sound like you're holding your breath over there. <laughs> anyway, I mean, because what this I, guy... I was thinking was, what if I give you the wrong answer? Well, there isn't a wrong answer. I know. Are you trying to outthink yourself? Yes. Maybe you're flexible that way. Maybe I'm flexible. Should we ask Suzanne how flexible you are? I am not very flexible. <laughs> she would say he is not flexible at all. Uh, okay. Well, anyway. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're going beyond physical flexibility. Okay. We're talking more about mental flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I think that we struggle today. And when I say we, I think we as a society, we as a population, the human population, struggle with our ability to adapt to issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, 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 I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't have anything other than observational data. Right. All right. I haven't kept record of this. I don't have, you know, any facts to back it up. But I'm going to point to our addiction to electronic devices, i.e., our phones. Mm-hmm. And I think so many of us are, and I am guilty of this. Yeah, put your phone down. <laughs> but we're, we're so addicted to that phone okay. to the point that when I leave the house, and I am I am super guilty of this, um, but I've had myself down at a go keys phone wallet. Okay? Yeah. When, when I'm leaving the house, when I'm leaving the classroom, when I'm jumping out of my truck, keys, keys phone, phone wallet. wallet. Keys phone wallet. And it's kind of like, well, why do you have that phone? Well, what if somebody calls it? Right. Are you that dabbling important? <laughs> you, you know, um, but I mean, the kids, the kids have to have their phone. Um, yeah. I mean, when, when we have a school policy that says if you have your phone out in the classroom, then it is confiscated. Yeah. And the issues, the number of times over the years, that I have had kids that they'll take in-school suspension over giving up their phone, which is funny because when they go to in-school suspension, they're giving up their phone anyway. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, hello, you were the in-school <laughs> suspension guy for a while. Yeah, and empty your pockets. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting. And I say that because I, I wonder how much this is playing into us as humans and our lessening of an ability to deal with all the crud that influences our life, in particular issues that relate to anxiety, depression, I mean, even addiction. And I don't want to say addiction, I'm talking to the phone. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have my phone and I play my games on my phone. I'm checking Facebook. I'm checking, uh, you know, I'm going to kill a different text. I got the, what's that? (laughs) Because, <laughs> uh, you know, a bunch of, anyway. So, so again, yeah. this is going back and forth. And what's even fun, show you how addicted I am. Most of the articles that come across my newsfeed yeah. are the newsfeed on my phone. Right. Not on my laptop, uh, not on my desktop, on the phone. So, like I say, I'm, I'm guilty of this. But I think that because you and I were raised, before cell phones became mm-hmm. the thing that you had to have, an appendage, so to speak, we developed 
early on some skills. We may have lessened some of our skill set in our ability to deal with anxiety, to deal, to deal with depression or addiction issues. Mm-hmm. Um, again, which I think having your phone in your possession is an addiction. Oh, yeah. Um, we're a little bit better to address these issues to be maybe flexible in how we can cope with mm-hmm. the, 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 again, the, the crap that comes our way. And again, as an adult, you've got a lot of, you got work issues, mm-hmm. you've got relationship issues, you got family issues, you got kid issues, you got neighbor issues. Um, so you got, a, you know, and then you got, and then you got the issues of society. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the town issues, the state issues, the national government, the world issues, you know, because we've got our phone. So we're getting our news feeds yeah. 24-7, 365. And so we've got a lot of this. Yep. I think as kids, I think they struggle the hardest. And I think it is our responsibility as adults, as parents, as teachers, as just people that live within the community to help right. provide the youth of today a little more flexibility. I don't know. You tell me. Am I Am I anywhere? I mean, you've got a teenager. But, uh, you're not off base at all. Um, I'm just listening and I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, you know, in some aspect, we're we're all addicts. Mm-hmm. We're all addicts. We we all it might be different. We we got drug addicts, alcohol. You've got sex. You've got porn. Pepper in the morning. Doctor Pepper, sugar. <laughs> you know, food. Caffeine. You name it. How many people say caffeine? I, oh, I drink way too much coffee. Don't talk to me. Sherry says all the time. Don't talk to me. I haven't had my coffee. It hasn't processed yet. Yeah. Like while I'm had my fourth cup of coffee and my fifth hour on my cell phone, yeah, I have it, it has gotten worse for me, and that's that's another thing that I'm trying to work through. Like I am, I'm going to start designating a day um, where I'm just going to have my phone off and out of sight. Ooh, off and out of sight, and you know, if there's an emergency, then. There's an emergency. Someone will get a hold of me. I guess I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think Suzanne's around that. Not necessarily now because it's quarter in. Yeah. I don't think she'll buy into that. Turn it no. off. But later she will. But I, I noticed that it. You know, it's gotten worse and it's it's unhealthy. I won't disagree. It's unhealthy, and you know, um, you're right. You know, we we grew up in a time where we. We built mental toughness. I think because of the generation and, you know, the things that we've experienced has enabled us to withstand the storms that have come our way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think too often you got a lot of people who who flip the quit switch mm-hmm. or, you know, are faced with adversity. And the first response or thought or response is, is disaster. Yeah. You know, and I've shared this in some of my messages is don't think disaster, but develop a mindset. Yes. That helps you overcome that. So here's the reality. Every situation we see starts with a thought. Then based on that thought, we develop an attitude about it, whether negative or positive. And that is where this guy, this Dr. Hayes is coming from. Mm, Good. And you're talking again about, um, again, tying in with, is three pillars of uh, 
mental flexibility mm. or psychological flexibility. He says the first one is awareness. Mm. Okay. And he's saying that when be aware of what's going on. And he says, this means noticing. And I'm going to read directly from it here. It says, this means noticing what is happening in the present moment. Mm -hmm. Live in the moment. Um, you know, when he says, what thoughts show up? Which feelings appear? Uh, what other sensations can you notice in your body? Be a witness to what's going on, mm -hmm. to what's happening. I mean, how many times is it, because you're saying that by doing that, now you're not, you're not, I'm trying to interpret what he's saying here. I think as I understand it, how about that? That might be a yeah, way to say this. Uh, as I understand it, by doing this, you're realizing you're a not alone. You're you're more aware of what's mm -hmm. going on around you, right? And that can influence then how you feel about this experience. And I mean, you know, so it's it's. Uh, I think he talks here. It's the difference between talking about the flavor of an orange and actually tasting mm. the orange. And when you're more aware of what's happening to you and how you're responding to that, then maybe it might help you then address that which is going on, that, mm. that, that depression, you know, the, the, the event that is causing that instant, um, you know, trigger right. that is pushing the anxiety, pushing the need to have that, cup of coffee, right. my diet, Dr. Pepper, um, or whatever it might be, whatever is causing the issue, the negative impact on mm -hmm. your life at that moment, be aware of right. all the different psychological and physiological responses. And maybe that can help you. Oh, this is why, you know, my, my, my headache, yeah, it's it's that caffeine withdrawal. Mm -hmm. um, my heartbeat skyrocketing. Well, yeah, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I get nervous speaking in front of people. I don't get nervous in front of. Now, once I get going, I'm okay. Right, but I'm a little nervous. Yep, um, which but, is common. Yeah, and I think for most, and again, you and I, we we do a lot of public speaking. And still, you can be, a, it's okay to be a little nervous right. or, you yeah. know, whatever our issue might be. But having, you know, like I said, that first pillar, be aware, yeah, can maybe help you have that mental flexibility not to go down a rabbit hole, mm -hmm. but to find ways to positively and healthfully. Right. Is that a word, healthfully? Sure it is. It is now. Uh, <laughs> deal. It's a rock word. Yeah, it's a rhizom. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think, uh, yeah, that's spot on, you know, as a former athlete and a former coach, it's something that we, you know, or I, you know, what often I heard as a, as a player and as a coach, you would, you know, keep your head on a swivel, mm, you know, yeah. where's your sense of awareness, have a develop a sense of awareness. And so it's so hard for people to be aware these days because, of you named it 
the phone, the number one contributor to a lack of thriving relationships or thriving fill in the blank is the cell phone. You know, we're so I think the greatest threat to here, you could fill in the blank, the greatest threat to success, the greatest threat, threat to love, to a thriving relationship is distraction. Which is why I get angry when I drive. Get off the dang get off phone. Off the dang phone. Oh. But you know, it's it's all too often some even if it's in their phone, or sorry, even if it's in a person's hand, you're so addicted to it. Yes. It it, it means that phone still means more to you than the conversation. Mm-hmm. That's how I take it. Because yeah. you're still it's still you can't let it go. You can't put it away. I think that I it's just contributed to a lot of things. It's contributed to a lack of awareness in our society. People just aren't aware of others. People aren't aware of situations. Uh-huh. And when they look up, they're faced with a, a, a situation, you know, or they've missed opportunities. Which ties right in to the really second it. pillar. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, he's talking about openness. All right. The second pillar of psychological flexibility is openness, which he says being open to difficult thoughts and painful feelings. Why are we afraid to be without? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are we afraid to stand in front of people? Why are we afraid to, you know, focus on the reasons why um, we're having these problems, these issues, whatever it is, the depression, the anxiety, mm-hmm. the stress. All right. Be open to exploring that a little bit deeper. Why are you afraid? Yeah. Why are you anxious? Why are you nervous? And when you can, you know, and again, being able to address these, then allows you to maybe work on overcoming it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, cause it, it's, it's kind of hard to do this. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not good at it, but I think being able to, if you can, uh, again, be open to, again, the exploration. Right. Try to, what, what do you want? You want to be less stressed. You want to be yeah. less anxious. You want to be less depressed. Okay, if that's what you want, then let's try and see if we can figure this out. Right. And so, because again, how much of conflict, conflict with, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, children, coworkers, neighbors, mm-hmm. come from our internal feelings that we are choosing to ignore. Right. And so by being open to exploring the why we feel this way, Mm -hmm. that can then allow us to process through and get to the other side. Right. Um, Because he's saying that openness is about dropping that internal fight issue that we have or the flight issue that might be there um but allowing feelings and thoughts to be what they are yeah i mean it's okay to admit i'm afraid we don't talk about feelings rod oh Oh, sorry crap okay then uh so (laughs) (laughs) 
How about them Chiefs? Um, <laughs> so, but I think that by doing so, you are you're getting to the root of the cause. I mean, yeah. again, why are you afraid of standing in front of people to give a presentation, mm-hmm. whether at work, at school? Is it, well, I'm afraid of being made a fool of. Well, I also think that um, public speaking is like the number one, you know, fear. Sure. Fear of public that. speaking, too, is death. So okay. <laughs> people uh, would rather die than, <laughs> uh, than, than go be a public speaker. Sure. Well, <laughs> and I see that with the kids. Um, yeah. They don't even, you know, and I get it. When I, was, when I was their age, I was absolutely horrified of my own shadow. Oh, my God. Um, if somebody had told me when I was high school that I was going to be a high school teacher, I would have said, you're full of it. Right. There's no way. I, I would not, could not <laughs> do that. Um, but... I, I worked through that and I overcame that fear. I can't tell you exactly that I followed you know, these pillars, but right. I can tell you that I did work through it. Yeah. And I faced my fears and voila. Right. Um, you know, no, I, and I, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I, but I'm going to keep speaking. Uh, uh, no, I jokingly said we don't talk about feelings, but, you know, if you're like me, you grew up and you were conditioned to not talk about feelings. Well, you're a guy. I'm a guy. Yeah, I mean, so it's like uh, we don't talk about those things. Oh, we don't I'm have asking to, us to talk about our feelings. Right. I don't know. Just go away. And I'm not saying, oh, let's sit down. Let's sit down and talk about our feelings. Pull out a couch. Yes, <laughs> I have a nice leather couch right under there. No, but you know, it's fully acceptable to have a conversation regarding those things. I think when done, yes, I think let, let's explore that, and that is something that. I have been trying to do with my students yeah. over the last couple of years is to, okay, you're angry, you're mad, we're we're button heads. Yeah. We don't need to be button heads in class. So let's talk to me, explain mm-hmm. to me what's going on. And I will say that I have had much better classroom management when I've done that, yeah. getting a developing enough of a rapport, getting the kids to open up just enough to let me know why, what's what they're struggling with. And I'm right. like, okay, now that I have an idea and that I know that you know you're just not a naturally combative person, right. now we can work towards a resolution. I'm not asking to be, you know. I'm not asking for, you know, an in-depth history of their life, right. but tell me what's making you behave in an inappropriate way. Right. And so, no, it, we got to talk about it. Yeah. And I think that that is one positive aspect of society that we are doing a better job of asking people to kind of explain themselves why. Why are you why are you acting this way? Well, okay, what's making you feel this way? Right. And so again, I'm with you. Let's talk. Uh, yeah, and you're absolutely right. Uh, we have come a, a a long way. Say we. I don't know if I was part society. of society. Yeah, society. You know, with you know, mental health apps on your phones, uh-huh. or, or you pick up a phone, you know, right, and call call someone. You could text people, right, about you know, just opening up those avenues for people to reach out and talk about. What's going on? Are you reading this like 
Um, I don't have it up. Okay. No, I got, okay, because that's actually, is that the next one. It's the third pillar. I've got the our third and, okay. I'm gonna have our timer thing okay. going up here. I and I did not read the article. <laughs> okay. We're just on the same wavelength right okay. now. Okay, must be because the third pillar says that valued engagement. All right, is the final pillar, meaning <laughs> you take steps um, towards figuring out what matters to you, talking mm. about it once you have you know, started being more aware and more open, now you can start working toward your goal of overcoming whatever, you know, you're anxious about, depressed about, addicted to. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I I agree with you. And, you know, that these, these are issues that if we choose to address, right. there are ways, and we can be, mentally flexible so that that way we can work towards a solution. Right. And I think that, I mean, I have yet to meet a kid that doesn't want to do public speaking will like to figure a way to not feel anxious about that. Right. I mean, their response is to ignore it. Well, I don't want to have to do it. Then I won't have to deal with this. Right. And it's kind of like, well, life is filled with doing crap. You don't want to do, but you got to do it anyway. <laughs> um, but once you have this clarity, of engagement by, you know, taking that by the, uh, I guess maybe the bulls by the horns. Yeah. The bull by the horns. Um, and you're, you're kind of, you have two horns. Oh, one for each hand. Yeah. If uh, you're a real man. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> um, anyway, when you're able to go through this and you are able to, embrace the flexibility of the mindset mm-hmm. changing that mindset makes you actually feel ah, okay i got this right and now at least for that moment for that issue it's not a problem right and that can help you then build healthy habits and you know, it's kind of like my walking. I've been walking a lot. And now after, oh, let's see, pretty consistently uh, for the last five months, it I, I wake up, I go on my walk, and I don't talk myself out of it anymore. Good. Are you, are you reading your news feed while you're walking? No, actually, I'm listening to a book. Uh, okay. But it, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's that habit. Right. By changing a little bit of a mindset. I've got a new habit, uh, and it's a healthier habit. And at least my doctor, I hope, will think it's a <laughs> it's a, uh, a positive uh, habit. But it's again, a lot of times, it's us that yeah. get in our own way. Oh and it's my our, gosh! Yeah, it's our mindset, it's our brain. And so yeah. when you know this, Doctor Hayes is talking about having mental flexibility at first i'm going what yeah but then as i read through and you know these three pillars i'm going okay it makes sense yeah yeah absolutely and i've discovered through you know my own research and and whatnot and my own experience Mm -hmm. you know that the brain's malleable oh very much and we we do we do have an innate ability to achieve just great things, to overcome challenges and obstacles 
through our thinking, mm-hmm. you know, and it, we certainly can't control other people's thoughts, behaviors, actions, but you said something earlier and it just, it's, it's, it hit me and it's, we've mentioned it a lot. It's, you said the word choose. You have to be willing to choose that path. You have to be willing to choose. I'm going to develop this attitude, right? Okay. You know, you mentioned you know, in this moment, I'm going to, I'm going to choose to do this. Okay. Right. It's going to help me um, withstand this situation or overcome this, this obstacle or whatever, but it's also equipping me for the next one that's going to come. Right. I'm also developing a more positive mental attitude, positive thinking, um, you know, something that I've, I've, I've been trying to do. And it's, again, it's, it's a journey, mm-hmm. right? You just don't wake up and you have this, this mindset, this unstoppable mindset. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a journey. And you, I think we need to learn or understand that we, we can take captive our thoughts. You know, we, okay. we, we certainly can. We have to choose to do so. We just, we can, we can choose to not allow those negative uh, derogatory um, comments or thoughts to bounce around in our head. We could take captive our thoughts mm-hmm. and we can, we could ultimately um, control that path and how, how we face that challenge through our mindset. There you go. And so, you, you know, you're right. You can choose to either be afraid, anxious, depressed, mm-hmm. angry, or you can choose to try and not be that way. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Um, yeah. I mean, it is super hard. And on some things I am successful and some things I'm not. Right. And my mindset, sometimes I dig in yeah. and I go, no, I'm not changing my mindset. <laughs> and I discovered that that's usually to my detriment. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's clear to you and I, not everyone, you know, and maybe, maybe people are, are, taught or told that, you know, this is what it is. Yeah. Right. And, and there are people like that, but you know, our minds are, our minds truly do matter. We have the ability to develop mental toughness. Yeah. And so, you know, how we choose to think is going to significantly impact everything that takes place in our lives. I can't disagree. So. Well, that's, that's all, all I got to say. Okay, that's all I got to say. I got to say to that, buddy. I don't like your attitude. You better develop a different attitude when you're talking to me. You, make your, you just come over here. Don't get me. sideways with me. You better, <laughs> you better get a sense of awareness and know where you're at right now. This is my house. Okay. That's all, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm Ron. Before I kick your... Oh, are we still on? <laughs> I'm Bryce. I better pack up. Go. <laughs> Bye. Bye.